Hello, beautiful souls. You are now listening to Deep Chats with Chris Cipher. Yeah, yeah. What is up, my beautiful friends? I hope that your day is nice and bright. Traveling through this weary fight, we can find strength in our mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go. As we journey along these roads, we find that sometimes it doesn't matter where it is going. What matters is your attitude on the way there. For, you see, we don't live life simply to die. It's just a cause of life for it to end. And our responsibility or our calling is to make the most of the moments that we have on this earth. And I truly believe that each moment impacts our afterlife. Well, each moment impacts this life. Let's, let's go there first. How about that? So everything that you do, say, or think has a lasting effect on your future. So what you do in the present affects your future. I was thinking about this uh, not too long ago, I think it was either yesterday or the day before, just about the butterfly effect, you know, the, the theory that if we were to have time machine technology and we went back into the past, it, it would be very dangerous because changing anything can affect the future drastically. And then, you know, I was thinking on it, thinking on it. And I derive to the inference that, well, if the butterfly effect is a true, a true theory, which it, I mean, it seems reasonable enough. I'm, I'm not a, a time physicist, but it, you know, it just going through, doing a little bit of uh, looking into it. I mean, it seems to be within the realm of reasonability. And so that just led me to ponder on how much influence each thing has on the whole. So, like, even things that we may consider insignificant, you know, even things that we may consider not canon or like that they don't really matter so i feel like a lot of people live their life in uh, what i like to call an intermediate state or 
um, autopilot, you know, just waiting for the next thing to happen. Like we're waiting at the airport for the for the air, for, for the airplane, or we're waiting in line to get on the ride. It always just seems like okay, you're waiting in the line to get on the ride. You get on the ride. You know, somewhere in the back of your mind, you're waiting on it to get over, and then you go back to waiting on the ride again, just to get on the ride and wait to get on another ride. It, you know, that seems like the general circumstance of everyday life. And um, <clears throat> so, with all of this waiting, it kind of seems like those times are less significant than the actual time that you spend doing what you are waiting for. But I'd like to counter that with saying that each and every moment, your decision in each moment matters and influences the next pattern of events that happens. And in a hustle and bustle life, where it seems like things are always happening, yet we are always waiting, it's easy to overlook these times. Paying attention to the present is definitely not something that I was, you know, really, that was really accentuated to me when I was younger to be something that I should pay attention to. Which which is funny to me because, it, you know, I mean, the present moment is all that there is. It's all that exists at the moment. But it seems like, you know, society kind of gears you toward the future when it's more of an idea or a theory than anything for we do not know what is coming next we, we don't you know we can plan and we can infer based on variables of the equation but you you know it's unpredictable the future it, it is unsure it's not it's not something that we're even promised and you know people say that and you're like yeah okay whatever but you know we're not we're not promised our next breath and that's not to say something like to scare you into making yourself better or making you be more mindful of the present moment but it's it's just plainly a fact you know when i was younger one of my unreasonable fears was spontaneous combustion. I, I heard that it actually happened to a few people, like their heads just blew up. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I mean, this was, I kind of grew up in like the young ages of the internet, so pretty much anything you said to somebody, like they couldn't immediately fact check you. So a lot of times when you're younger, you kind of just had to either take their word for it at face value or like you know, or not, you either believe it or not, you couldn't go home and Google it, and, um, 
but like you know that's just a fact of life that people die and even sometimes without cause it's just it's just how I mean maybe not without you know cause because I feel like everything has a cause but just abruptly life ends and and then you know that that's it for the life I mean I feel like our soul still moves on which is something that I'll be getting into maybe a little bit um more later in this talk but time is precious time is our our only i mean our time and energy are our only assets that we truly have in any in any given moment <laughs> anything that could be taken away or anything that fades away or decreases throughout time, you know, with time, is is something that we do not truly own, because it's something that is borrowed from the universe. And even, the, you know, the concept of what we consider to be time, you know, in regards to us having time to live, hours, minutes, seconds, there it's borrowed. We're living on borrowed time from the universe. So, and it's eventually that's going to be taken back. I mean, you know, we live and then our time is up and we go. But, you know, on this earth. (laughs) But are we making the most of our moments? Are we mindful throughout the day while we're waiting on the next thing to happen or even when that next thing does happen are we fully present are we or are we living on autopilot you know a a lot of times um when when i worked in um some certain industries of business it just kind of seemed like i you know i was on autopilot i woke up went through work really wasn't my thing so I just kind of turned my mind off and let my body just move I knew what I was supposed to be doing so kind of just switched off and went and played in imagination land and I feel like just with the way that society is that it's easy to build that habitual tendency to kind of just live life unconsciously and if you're living life unconsciously then you're driven by your surroundings and you're driven by your influences unless you're consciously expending your energy then you're subconsciously expending your energy and Um, you know, whether we like to believe it or not, our subconscious is greatly susceptible to outer influence. It's, it's majorly vulnerable to outside stimuli, to outside infiltration. Because our, our subconsciousness acts at a base level of survival and um, 
you know, remedial logic and reasoning. So, therefore, with not too complex patterning, it can be influenced um, in majority, honestly. <clears throat> and a lot of people just live under the influence. You know, you heard that phrase, under the influence. And it's a phrase commonly used for somebody that is on drugs or alcohol or, you know, substance that that takes them out of their normal consciousness. But I think also it's a term that can be translated to (coughs) our waking consciousness. Because unless you are actively aware of your mind and your thoughts and where your energy is going, then you just live kind of, uh, you know, just being blown in any direction that, that offers influence. And that works for some people. I'm not really trying to down anybody here. But it doesn't work for everybody. It didn't, didn't work for me. Because unless your surroundings are of optimal circumstance, which unfortunately a majority of us, it's not, then it tends to be downward trending. It tends to wear and tear away at your energetic system to the point that, you know, a lot of people are sad and they don't know why they're sad or, or they're anxious and, and they and are scared or paranoid or whatever it is but they, they don't know why <clears throat> and that mostly is due to the fact that they aren't even conscious enough to realize that That, you know, to realize that which is making them feel that way. And, you know, I, I think that, that that's due to us just not taking hold of our own self. Because the, the world is full of influences and it's full of things that want your attention, that want your energy, that want you, your soul, essentially is, I mean, if we are energetic beings, then our energy is our soul, so constantly being berated by things that want your soul, and will take it, if you, if you allow them, because your unconsciousness is permission, to be taken over, to be taken control of its consent. If you are not aware of yourself. <coughs> and I think that's really the number one way to make the most. I mean, there are other ways, don't get me wrong, to make your time useful. But uh, in my opinion, the number one method to making the most of your time is 
being mindful and paying attention to your inner and outer surroundings. But that's the thing that I'm also trying to say is that your inner surroundings affect your outer surroundings. You're... Say you wake up and um, you just get up and get on your phone, scroll through social media. Whatever you see on social media is going to influence the rest of your day. And what is half of every social media outlet? Negativity, propaganda, influence that is ultimately dragging you down and trying to put you in a negative space. So my suggestion is wake up and give yourself some time. Give your give your energy some time to breathe. You have to allow yourself the time to to set in motion what what you wish for the day and this is best to do at the beginning of the day and that's that's why I try to start my day with quiet with a quiet time with some some time to focus on me some time to set my intentions for the day to you know, to kind of lay out the type of energy that I want to to portray today to the type of attitude that I want to to really fortify. And it's gonna be dumb anyways. And um, you know, like just waking up and existing for a little bit, just, you know, trying to remember your dreams, um, allowing the energy of the universe to speak to you, you know, even praying, meditating, (laughs) you set the tone for the rest of the day, and the first two to three hours that you wake up, so... What tone are you setting? At the very beginning, it's, it's very important to realize the, the importance of your morning routine. And if you don't have one, I suggest one. And that's coming from me, a person that, you know, thrives on spontaneity and really appreciates doing things off the cuff, but... So, a morning routine doesn't have to be one thing that you do every single morning that's, like, ritualistic or habitual or traditional. It could just be an idea or ideology that you move towards in the morning. You know, like, in the morning, just try to set the tone. It doesn't have to be the same way every day. 